Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, and we're rolling and action. Just... Go ahead when you're ready. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I've just been batmailing on my bat phone. Yeah, can you just do the line, please? I'm Batman. No, the other line? Oh, right. I'll crank up those subwoofers, dude, and check this out. Fun crazy. Not creepy crazy. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Who are you? My name is... Kimmy! I got one name. Kimmy! I'm concerned you won't like her. She's different. Uh, in what way? In every way. And that is so true. Welcome to episode 545. I am your host, Patrick Riley. It is a Wayback Wednesday. And Kimmy, being a Wednesday, do you know what that means? It's New Comic Book Day. That's right. It is New Comic Book Day. A Wednesday when you head to your local comic book shop retailer and grab new comic books and some merchandise that is released. And now we're going to take a look at what uh, is out and about at comic book stores and things that you can order on this day or any day that a comic book shop is open. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. All righty. I tell you what, something uh, we have to talk about is something we posted on uh, social media before sitting down to episode 545. And it revolves around the world of capes and masks and tights and costuming. I donned this cape and cowl with the intention of preserving life. Even in its lowest form. Yes, that is true. Even in its lowest form. But I tell you what, Kimmy's giving me a little bit of grief because we've been invited to a uh, well, a uh, birthday party, a very special birthday party from a uh, friend of ours to the Riley and Kimmy show. A very good friend who uh, is a big time nerd just like us. And uh, she wants, you know, her friends to show up in costume. Now, Kimmy and I have been debating on what to, uh, to costume as and... Well, there's a possibility of one we will go as. I have it posted on my social media page. And that one seems to be like the uh, the fan favorite so far, mm. uh, you know, for us to go as. But I have some suggestions, you know, for Kimmy for what, you know, we should go as. And you're not exactly uh, on board with me, are you? Mm-mm. And why is that, Kimmy? Now, first of all, the one of the characters which I have a... Uh, a picture of on social media is from my personal collection. It's a super, not superhero. It is a comic book character. Uh, maybe on the more obscure side, uh, the nerds know who it is, but the non-nerds will not because as far as I know, nothing's really been done of this character. And that just happens to be Lady Death. Right. And Lady Death, hey, she's got a nice sword, right? And a cape mm-hmm. and boots. And not much else. Oh, that's not true, Kimmy. Now, why are you saying that? Uh, just take a look at the picture. Okay, now, so you're, you're saying no way on earth you will cosplay as that character. No. Now, why is that? Look at the picture. Okay. Now, what are the other two characters I have suggested that you cosplay as? Uh, just a scantily clad uh, no. Vampirella and uh, Nancy Callahan. No, not Nancy Callahan wasn't the other one. The other one was Red Sonia. Oh. Yes, it was. Well, I guess there's four, isn't there? I thought there was just a main three, mm-hmm. but there is four. There's Nancy Callahan from uh, Sin City, and let's see, Red Sonia, 
and also Vampirella. Now, you just refuse to do any of those, correct? That is correct. And I do not understand this. Now, a good friend of ours, Greg, from Lake Collecticon, the promoter of Lake Collecticon, just so happens to be on your side. He says you're being quite smart. I disagree. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for helping me there. Uh, thanks for, uh, you know, supporting a brother there, a brother nerd. But he's on your side. He says don't do it. And, uh, you know, I, I can't believe he, he did that with me. Now, the big question, Kimmy, that uh, I believe uh, our friend Mike asked is uh, which version of Bat... Oh, Batman, which version of Catwoman are you going to do from the classic 1966 series or movies? Uh, which one are you going to do? Uh, there's no question. Julie Newmar. See, now that's why I kind of figured that is what uh, your thing is, because I did mention in brief, because I didn't have all day to board people, was that you have basically, I don't want to say obsessed, but you know, you are a method actor, and you have studied Julie Newmar. And what you did before, uh, you had me record the uh, Batman 66 series on MeTV, and we watched it on on. Uh, on uh, the DVR, the recorder, and you know you watched specifically the Julie Namar episode episodes, and then when you uh, purchased, and I think the reason you actually purchased the uh, Batman sixty six Blu Ray series for me was just to watch Julie Namar on Blu Ray, just for more character study. I think that's it. No, you know, I do. I really do. No. Anyhow, and then and then you actually sat down and watched an episode of Route sixty six from the early nineteen sixties about three to four years before she starred on Batman as Catwoman. She plays this uh, kind of psycho girlfriend wannabe <laughs> or potential for Martin Milner. Uh, and, you know, I think that was another reason. And you even sat down and watched an episode of Columbo that she appeared in. So you've done a lot of study of Julie Namar with me, mm. you know, to, to tap into Maybe. the character. So, you know, yeah, um, it's je definitely Julie Namar. So that mm -hmm. may be who you will cosplay as at this at this birthday thing. Possibly. 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 You, but you're not 100% on that yet. Mm. Okay. Well, that is, uh, you know, in a nutshell, what might be happening, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, there we go. And I, I, I wish I could convince you to do one of the others, Kimmy. No way. Now, being a Wayback Wednesday, one of the things we're going to do is take a look at some of the things that are available at comic book shops right now. We have an entire list of the releases that is of all the universes, meaning the DC, the Marvel, and the Independents, including not just the comic books, but also this is the time when merchandise hits the comic book stores, like T-shirts, you know, uh, mugs, uh, action figures, statues. Boy, am I forgetting anything, Kimmy? Mm. knickknacks odds and things like that mm -hmm. all you know even the pop vinyls that are superhero oriented and things like that can be released on this date not saying that there are some that are but uh, you just have to go down the list now we have that list available right on our website at rileyandkimmy.com now some of the highlights from previews world that is diamond direct distributors list is barb wire now you might remember the movie barb wire Remember that one with Pamela Anderson? Uh -huh. uh, yeah, well, Barb Wire number one from Dark Horse Comics is available. Action Comics number 42, continuing the truth arc storyline about Clark Kent's identity or Superman's identity as Clark Kent becoming revealed is in stores. Bob's Burgers ongoing number one is released. Also, another one you really want to check out is Detective Comics number 42. And let's see, Secret Wars number four is at comic book stores and hopefully our comic book reviewer 
Blake will be uh, giving us a review of Secret Wars coming up in the very near future. Batman Arkham Origins trade paperback hits the stores as well. And that's just a quick, you know, overview, highlight of some of the items available at comic book stores and shops. And by the way, that is where these are available. So you have to find a comic book shop. And if you don't know where one is, one nearby to you, go right to our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. We have a comic book shop locator available right there. Now, some things that you can order right now. I mean, you go right to that comic book store and you say, hey, I want a previews catalog. You got to get one of these. They, they come out every month. And the thing is huge, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. It's like 500 and some pages long, isn't it? Or yep, side five, 600 pages. Yeah, it's, like it's big. Anyway, the July one just came out a week ago. And we picked up ours just a little bit late, and we're now getting to it right now. And some of the items that are in there are, you know, things that you can order. They might be out, let's say, a couple of months from now, and some maybe a little bit later. Definitely before Christmas, mostly. So this will give you an idea, maybe pick up some things for uh, Christmas, for gifts for somebody, maybe yourself. Now, in stores in December is an Arrow Starling City Police Badge. $30 is the, uh, the suggested retail price. It's on sale in December, and... Not a bad uh, thing if you're a fan of Arrow. It's on page 150 of previews. Also, DC Comics Icons Harlequin statue. It's really cool. Now, I, some of the statues I just don't really care for of Harley. Some I do, some I don't. They're hit and misses for me. But this one is uh, is pretty good, I would think. What do you think about both those items, Kimmy? Oh, yeah. Those are nice. Yeah, and what page was that again? That is 150. Now, you can't go wrong if you're looking for a nice gift is the DC Comics Cover Girls. Now, they have a Black Canary statue. Now, this costume, Kimmy, you like to uh, cosplay as the Black Canary from time to time. I know you've never seen this costume, okay? This one's limited edition of 5,200 pieces. This is a very nice statue. It's suggested retail price is $100. Now, it's going to be available after Christmas in January of 2016. There is... Okay. What do you think? I don't really care for the costume. You, I see. I didn't know if you would like that or not. Nope. But I think it's 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 got it's got a unique style to it. I kind of like it. Black canary, uh, more of a bluish, uh, mm-hmm. gold, bluish gold, bluish yellow uh, look to it. Correct. Mm-hmm. And you can find that on page 151 of Previews Magazine. Now, if you are a fan of the Johnny Depp film From Hell, do you remember that one, Kimmy? Mm -hmm. Now, I really love that movie, but it's actually based on a comic book slash graphic novel by Alan Moore. Now, it's one of those where I can appreciate both of those. They're two different universes, and to me, because some people go, well, it's not exactly like the book. Now, I'll be quite honest. The The book by Alan Moore, it is intense. It is not necessarily an easy read. It just takes a bit to get into, but it is that story and more. Well, A From Hell and its companion is available right now. Two of the greatest creators in the history of comics, 11 unsolved murders, one sprawling conspiracy one metropolis on the brink of the 20th century and one bloody minded ripper ushering london into the modern age of terror from hell often ranked among the greatest graphic novels of all time is now available in a handsome slipcase set with its essential behind the scenes companion it's perfect for any bookshelf now suggested retail price 49.99 and it is uh, let's see the soft cover of uh, from hell the companion also shrink wrapped in it 572 pages plus uh, 288 pages with the uh, companion piece so you got right well, 580 572 a lot of pages about 800 and some pages right mm-hmm. and that's available at comic book shops that's from hell and its companion piece you can find that on page 1 
86. Now, if you like the classic Mego figures, I do. Uh, now, Kimmy, you know I collect those, correct? Mm -hmm. I collect the original Migos, and I also collect retro figures from time to time. Now, Marvel's come out with a Marvel Retro Thor action figure limited edition gift set. Now, this thing is really kind of cool, all right? it uh, It's a Diamond Select release, a Diamond Select toys release, and what it has is the style of... Thor in the 1970s, like the Mego thing with the cloth costume and all that. And one of the things that they have, besides the hammer and the helmet, and of course his golden hair, you know, really long, is it also comes packaged in a vintage style window box. Also comes with two extra heads and outfits to change into his alter ego, which Kimmy probably has no clue who uh, Thor's alter ego is in the comic books originally, correct? Mm -mm. It's Dr. Donald Blake, which they do a tribute to the name at least, and a reference to in the first Thor movie. Mm. Now, this is limited to 3,000 sets, and it's really cool. Suggested retail price is $80. There it is, Kimmy. Give me the page, too. I forgot to uh, check out the page number. 245. 245, and that is the classic Mego-looking style, retro-styled Thor figure. Now, if you're a fan of Batman 66 like I am, this is one I definitely want to add to the the uh, the collectible room to the Batcave here because you can never have too many Batmobiles, Kimmy, especially the 1966 Batmobile. And I do collect those. They're coming out with and have available the Batman Classic TV Series Batmobile Vinyl Bank. Now, these are really cool because they, they kind of look like statues at times or busts and mm -hmm. things like that. I collect some of those because of that purpose. Now, this one is uh, measuring nine inches long and has a coin slot between the seats and an access door in the base, meaning the high-quality vinyl replica is also a bank for storing your uh, non-giant penny. You know, Batman has a giant penny in the Batcave. Did you know that, Kimmy? No. Oh, Kimmy, where have you been? It's in a lot of the comic books over the course of time. Suggested retail price, $22.99, page four ninety-three, And there it is, Kimmy. What do you think of that? Ooh, I like. Yeah, isn't that kind of cool? So we're definitely putting that on our... Uh, to definitely. Get, it's going on our to-get list, right? Uh-huh. All right. Now, something here before we get to the outrageous... By the way, we're just doing some highlights, you know, going through uh, previews real quick here. Uh, there are some things, you know, I mean, there's just something there for everybody. There's a large selection of Star Wars items that are available that are obviously because coming out, uh, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, and things like that that are in this current previews. But we're just, you know, highlighting certain things. Now, this is the last of the non-outrageous items. I'm going to do a couple outrageous items here. Okay, the, this one is for any true fan of comic strips and comic books and even cartoons. Celebrating Peanuts, 65 years soft cover. Now, celebrating 65 years of Peanuts with this deluxe paperback edition. 65 years of Peanuts, generations of fans, and it has a ton of the stories and things right there that are famous or in our hearts, or maybe it'd be the first time you ever read them. And it's uh, 544 pages, and it's available for $45. And that is on page 451 to give you an, an overview of that. Now, that's just the final of the non-crazy things. Quick crazy things here before we uh, go back in time and celebrate the world of comic books. Available. Here we go. Avengers Age of Ultron Hulk life-size figure. Life-size? You heard right. Life-size figure. All right. The price tag, let me just make sure I got this right. Okay. Now, Kimmy, I'm covering up the price tag, okay? There is the life-size Hulk up there at the top. You see him on the top uh, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think the life-size Hulk is going to cost? He stands over eight feet tall. 
Okay, and it's 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 not a stand cardboard standy. Uh, that is correct. Oh my gosh! I don't know, ten grand. All right, price tag. And by the way, shipped to order in 2015, October of 2015. Here we go. Price size fifteen thousand dollars. All right, below him is the Avengers: Age of Ultron Hulk Buster life size figure, Kimmy. Available. Mm-hmm. What's your price tag on that? Fifteen. The price tag on this one is a mere $18,000. Available five sixty four on previews. And you can take a quick look at those, okay? Now, that now you know, that might have been a little too costly for you. Now, we're getting into your world, Kimmy. Over here, they have an Avengers Age of Ultron. Are you ready? Yeah. Four life-size figure. Oh. Oh, yes, Kimmy. Now, you have to keep your hands to yourself there. Oh. And by the way, it's been individually hand-painted, showing off highly detailed suit and other things including armor hammer <laughs> cape and a detailed base stands and approximately says stands approximately six feet tall so it must be not quite his height because he is taller than six feet tall mm-hmm. all right but it's close enough ships in october 2015 what would you pay for four what would i pay what, what do you think that's oh uh, what do they want what do you think the srp is suggested retail price Thirteen hundred. Uh, price is seventy one hundred dollars. Seven thousand one hundred dollars. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Now our good friend Blake, I know, will want one of these. Matter of fact, he will just probably want this one right here. Is the Avengers: Age of Ultron Iron Man Mark? Boy, I can't even figure out which number that is. Anyway, <laughs> it's those Roman numbers. Can you figure out what that one is? Come on, it's Mark uh, something. Anyway, uh, there it is. How much is the Iron Man suit? Oh, I don't know which one that is either. See, it's all those nice Roman numbers, right? Looks like 17, if I had to guess. Okay, that, that, well, that's what Kimmy says, so it must be. Uh, how much is the life-size Iron Man armor thingy going for? $9,900. All right, $9,900. And what page is that beautiful item on? 565. 565, and plenty of other things to check out. You know, I, I admit that's kind of crazy stuff, but, you know, your local comic book shop dealer, retailer, will be able to deal with you if you're saying, I want my, uh, you know, Iron Man life-size or my hulk or my hulk buster or in kimmy's case thor okay and by the way oh before i forget they also have the uh, war machine 2 life-size and he's 9900 dollars as well and other things going on in the issue of previews and one of the reasons to check out your comic book store is something that's coming around the corner right Mm -hmm. kimmy oh yeah and what is that well for halloween uh, be the coolest house on the block this halloween by giving comics it lasts a lot longer than candy. All ages, great stories. Give comics to trick or treaters. You can buy a pack of twenty-five mini comics for four ninety-nine. All right, and those become available in September, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, beginning September thirtieth. That's right. So you, you know, find your local comic book shop retailer and uh, you know, um, put some inquiries about that. And by the way, Halloween Comic Fest is happening. That's October 31st of this year, this Halloween season. Your local comic book shop is the place to be for fun and free comics and mini comics. On Halloween Saturday, October 31st, participating retailers will open their doors for the fourth annual Halloween Comic Fest, where you can expect plenty of spooky fun and free comics. So make sure you mark your calendars for that. Check out your comic book shop retailer to see if they are participating in that event and, uh, you know, see if that's something that uh, you want to be part of. It'd be a nice, safe environment for uh, little ones. And I, I have a feeling you'll see plenty of uh, superheroes and, uh, you know, uh, maybe even some horror-related individuals, not necessarily scary stuff, available right at the comic book shop. And that's for Halloween Comic Fest 
October 31st, 2015. Now, Kimmy, today is a way back Wednesday. I guess you're wondering about this contraption. Well, what is it? Well, actually, it's a time machine. I call it a way back. We just set it, turn it on, open the door, and there we are. Or were, really. That's right, Kimmy. We're going to go back to the 1940s, a very short window in the 1940s. A certain comic book character went to radio because there were comic book characters now really becoming prominent on the radio. Uh, the Adventures of Superman, very big, and there was others. Uh, technically, I will put the shadow there before that. He's really a pulp hero, not a comic book hero at that time period. He's there. Uh, even the Lone Rangers, you know, there. That's not really a comic book hero yet, but it is a hero action-based figure. And, of course, the Green Hornet is uh, alive and well now with that said there was one that was big for a little bit of time and i mean very short but bigger in the comic books than with the radio program the radio program just did not help it and like you know superman in my opinion superman was aided by radio because he became huge and mainstream and it helped uh people become associated with comic book characters and stuff like that in their homes those who would never read a comic book but this one didn't have that luck and the character is the blue beetle and he ran on radio old-time radio from march 15 1940 to just september 13th of 1940 and that's a very short period of time if you if you notice now what we have here is that he debuted in the comic books in 1939 in a, a publication called Fox Comics. And he ran into the 1950s, and then Fox sold it to Charlton Comics. And Charlton held on to it till 1983 when they sold their entire line, all their uh, superheroes and things like that, to DC Comics. And, and DC eventually dusted him off, retooled him a little bit. He has appeared in different types of things. Uh, he's been in Young Justice, the cartoon series. Uh, he's been in some other uh cartoons as well and of course has appeared in smallville which you might remember with a booster golds uh, episode um and that was kind of close to maybe the the character i have a feeling he will be appearing on flat in flash or arrow or one of the spinoffs uh in the very near future and that is the blue beetle uh, by the way rumored the blue beetle or at least a reference to the blue beetle will be in the batman versus superman movie unknown if that is you know valid there's so many rumors of all this stuff that's going to be in there i think it's impossible for all of it to to be there if it is it's going to be really fast hidden things uh that they've done you're going to have to use uh you know freeze to to see so he may actually be there but it may be just a mention or in a headline or something like that i i don't know we're going back in time right now to an old time radio episode the golden age of radio but the key here i have to stress this is extremely old this is from 1940 and this was not recorded to survive. Matter of fact, it's unknown how it was recorded because very few of these programs were recorded in the first place. And, you know, they were usually done live. Sometimes they were recorded for overseas uh, for the military and things like that to uh, distribute after they aired. Unknown, this one was recorded. Uh, they were not recorded on analog tape. There was no digital technology at that time period. And they were recorded basically on a record. And this is, this is I'm not going to say it's really hard to listen to, but you got to have a passion and a love. And you got to also understand the time period. It's from 1940. It's really cool to hear the sound effects and things that are in it uh, because it's all you know done as a theater of the mind. But I want to also point out that you will find a lot of similarities with this radio program, in my opinion, to The Shadow, The Batman, and The Green Hornet. I think they really influenced this program a little bit. Now, with that said, The Shadow, The Batman, and Green Hornet. Now, The Batman did not have a radio show 
ever, except for Mysteries of the Batman, which was a one-time thing, did not air. And the Batman did appear with the Adventures of Superman, but he never had a standalone of his own. Now, throwing Superman in there, because I mentioned Batman, the Superman show, radio show, The Shadow, and The Green Hornet were very good production quality material, great acting for its day, for its time, and, and it was going for a younger audience. Very well done. This one has some good sound effects and things like that, but some of the acting is not that great, in my opinion. It's very stilted and, and sounds like not much production quality went into that or there was much love from a uh, director into it. That's just my opinion with that. But from a historical aspect, because it is the Blue Beetle, because we are at comic book day, and the potential of Batman versus Superman having him, or him being in the CW world with Flash and Arrow, I think we need to highlight the Beetle a little bit. So here we go to an episode called Jewel Mystery of Channel Island on the Riley and Kimmy Show. behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor, flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. Today's transcribed episode of the Fox feature, The Blue Beetle, is entitled The Jewel Mystery of Channel Island. Channel Island lies about 12 miles off the coast, near the sea lanes of transatlantic shipping. Swept by cool ocean breezes, but difficult of access due to its rocky shores, it is a favorite resort of the wealthy, whose yachts dot the surface of the island's almost completely landlocked harbor. As our story opens today in the office of Police Commissioner Donnelly, Patrolman Dan Garrett, who is really the Blue Beetle, and Mike Manigan are being assigned to special duty by the commissioner. Uh, there have been a number of mysterious jewel robberies at the Bonaire Hotel on Channel Island, and we've been called in to work on the case. I've selected you two men because I have confidence in you. You work well together. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, to whom shall we report out there? To a Mr. Halstead, the new manager of the Bonaire. This Mr. Halstead, the new manager... Uh... Do you know anything about him, Commissioner? Well, according to the owner of the hotel, who incidentally is a friend of mine, he came to him highly recommended by a hotel owner at Virginia Beach. Mm, the uh, Bonaire's rather exclusive hotel, isn't it? Yes, it caters to the wealthier class. Is this the first year jewel robberies have occurred there? I believe so. Well, not sig significant, if you ask me. Uh, perhaps. But run down every clue. We'll do our best, sir. Yes, I know you will. I feel I'm sending the two best men I have. Thank you, sir. Now, any further questions? Uh, yes, sir. Has uh, any of the loot been recovered? Well, not so far. An attempt has been made to keep the matter as quiet as possible. But the news has leaked out, and people are already beginning to leave the hotel for other vacation centers. Well, then we'd better work fast. That's right. Now, any more questions? No, sir. Then you better get going. There are only two boats a day. You take the evening boat at 7 o'clock. You'll have to hurry. 
And remember, I'm depending on you two. Yes, sir. And thank you, sir. What are you taking with you, Danny, beside your Blue Beetle chain armor and mask and the change of clothes? That portable radio locator and several of those tiny radioactive crystals you discovered. Uh, will that radio locator fit under your arm? Yes, I've tested it already. Well, good luck, Danny. I hope you're successful in apprehending the jewel thing. Thanks, Doc. That must be Mannigan calling for me. I said I'd meet him here. Well, hello, Doc France. Is Sherlock Holmes the Garrett here? <laughs> yes, he's back here, Manigan. Yes, hello, Detective Manigan. Where's your overnight bag? Well, my suitcase is out in the car. Now, if you're ready, Mike, we'll start. Well, uh, what's in your bag, Danny? Oh, a few simple necessities. Toothbrush, shaving kit, bathing suit, water wings, rubber boots, pajamas, and uh, winter overcoat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no umbrella. I uh, only carry that in the tropics. <laughs> Come on, Mike, let's go. My nostrils crave the smell of salt sea air. Donnelly sent you, Mr. Uh, Garrett. Patrolman Dan Garrett, Mr. Halstead. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Garrett. My partner, Officer Mannigan, is having a look around. I expect him any minute. I see. Well, I don't know whether you'll be able to discover any more than Groggins has or not. Groggins is our house detective. He was with me at Virginia Beach. Oh. I'll have you meet him. Miss Tingley, ask Mr. Groggins to step in, please. What's that? Oh, very well. Send him right in. Your partner, Officer Mannigan, is here. That's fine. You sent for me? Oh, yes, Goggins. Come in. This is uh, Officer Garrett from the York City Police Force on special assignment to help us catch the jewel thieves. Oh, city detective, huh? <laughs> well, not exactly. I'm only a patrolman on special assignment by orders of the commissioner. Oh, sort of a rookie detective. Well, I never heard it put just that way, but perhaps you're right. Come in. Uh, Mr. Halstead? Oh, yes, come in. Oh, oh, hello, Danny. Hello, Mike. This is Mr. Halstead, and this is Mr. Groggins, my partner, Officer Mannigan. Oh, hello, Mannigan. Another rookie detective? Uh, won't you sit down, Officer Mannigan? Uh, thanks. Hey, what's that crack about rookie detective? Uh, Mr. Groggins has just coined a new title, Mike. Rookie detective. Oh, <laughs> I see. Well, then maybe he's already caught the jewel thieves, and we're just wasting our time. Uh, Groggins. Yes, sir? I think you'd better get on the job. The guests will be dancing in the ballroom, and you'll have to keep a sharp lookout on the upper floor. Come in. Well? Uh, pardon me, sir, but Mrs. Thomas would like to have her jewel case from the safe. Oh, just a minute. Uh, she must be getting dolled up for the dance. <laughs> She'll come down looking like an old-fashioned glass chandelier. There you are, boy. And be sure to get a receipt. Uh, yes, sir. Just a moment. Uh, may I see those jewels? Mm, certainly. Here, I'll open the case for you. Boy! There's a fortune in diamonds and pearls there. Yes. Mrs. Thomas is very wealthy. Now, this necklace I'm holding must be worth a king's ransom. Hmm. It's no wonder jewel thieves like this hotel with people wearing stuff like that. That, Mannigan, is not stuff. It's high-class goods. <laughs> Here you are, Mr. Halstead. Put these back before they stick to my fingers. Here you are, boy. Take them up to Mrs. Thomas. Yes, sir. Now, you'd better go along, Gargan, just to make sure the jewels reach their proper destination. Okay, I'll take care of them. Well, I'll see you fellas around. Sure thing. We'll be around till the jewel thieves are caught. 
by the way, Mr. Halstead, uh, what's outside those windows? A water. The sea comes right up to the cliff. It's a sheer drop to the water below. Deep enough for a boat to navigate? Why, yes. What are you driving at? Nothing. Uh, I'm just wondering how the stolen goods could have reached the mainland. I understand everybody using a regular ferry was searched before going aboard after the previous robberies. Mm, That's right. I wasn't aware, though, that any of the stolen jewelry had been found. I see. Well, good night, Mr. Halstead. If Manigan and I see any suspicious characters about, we'll let you know. Do that. I will be extremely grateful. After all, these robberies reflect on me. Yes, they do, Mr. Halstead. Good night.
What will happen to the Blue Beetle? Who has the stolen jewels? How did the Blue Beetles know the jewels were in Halstead's office? These questions will be answered in the next transcribed episode of the Blue Beetle. Feature appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine and the Blue Beetle Magazine. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspapers. And don't forget to listen in to the Blue Beetle. That concludes part one of Jewel Mystery of Channel Island, the Blue Beetle old-time radio program. Now, if you'd like to hear part two, the conclusion of that episode, go right to our website at RileyandKimmy.com. We have the entire episode, part two, without interruptions, right available for your listening pleasure. That's at RileyandKimmy.com. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.